Welcome to Allegrativity Powercast with Allegra Sinclair. Are you ready to punch fear in the face, show up, and tell your story? Stay tuned for tools to get you unstuck and resources to help you develop your story so you can share it with the world. Here is your host, Allegra Sinclair. Hi, welcome to the podcast. I was pretty quiet on social media and here at my site last week because we were dealing with a family tragedy. My first response was to try to compartmentalize what had happened and continue to do what I do, to flap my superwoman cape and delay dealing with the fallout. But I couldn't do it, and I decided it was a disservice to my circle, my audience, and myself for me to try to fake it, so I didn't do that either. Normally, I develop monthly themes for content that I'm going to create or share, and then on Sundays, I plan content for each week. But on a recent Sunday when I would have been planning, I received the unspeakable news that one of my cousins had been killed. And in that moment, I felt almost completely lost. I say almost because I had enough presence of mind to focus on supporting my family first. His mother, who had lost her young son. His grandmother, who had raised him and hence lost a son and a grandson. And my mother, who lost a grandson. Don't worry about all the familial connections. Biology does not determine relationships. The connections between people take care of that. I felt unspeakable pain and sorrow. I don't know if it made it worse that he wasn't ill, but that someone had killed him, but it was all a lot to bear. After the initial shock wore off and I was confident that I had done all I could do to support these amazing women who have been part of my village, I then felt a new crushing blow because I remembered our final conversation and the last words I had spoken to my cousin. I told him, I hope you'll keep in better touch now because you need to know me. You need to know me. That phrase haunted me for days. When I said it, we giggled, we hugged. It was an okay moment, but in my grieving mind, Those words stood out as arrogant and not as loving as I wanted my final words to be. Of course, I didn't know those were the last words we were ever shared, but we never know that. And I believe in the power of words and really wanted to believe that he didn't take them the wrong way and cover it with laughter, that he didn't somehow think I was judging him and that I thought he was anything less than perfect exactly the way he was. I wanted to take them back, and I felt so angry and full of regret because I couldn't. I was so full of regret that I didn't have anything in me to give my circle or my audience. I could hardly eat because I was so full of unspoken affirmations and encouragement. I was so full of now I will never get to that I felt physically heavy and couldn't even begin to do many of the things I felt I needed to do last week. But in spite of all that, I accepted the responsibility of creating the funeral program and working with my mother and the funeral director to take as much weight off his mother as we could. I believe in dark moments, the best we can do is use our God-given gifts to help others. I usually take for granted my ability to use words and technology to paint a picture. But at this time, I was glad that I seemed to be able to do some things on autopilot while my mind swirled with pain. I'm not trying to be a downer here, 
I'm simply being as authentic and honest as I call others to be. How could I possibly talk about being powerful and conquering obstacles when I was feeling that broken? Becoming a woman of influence is not for the weak or the phony. And being fabulous isn't always pretty. And that's okay. I suspect in this last week, some of you dealt with different yet similarly devastating situations. Maybe you endured the death of an oft-promised, long-awaited new career opportunity. Maybe you regretted not saying something to a loved one or speaking up for someone who needed your support. Maybe you desperately wished for more time to get ready to do something. I know you grieved and figured out how to cope just as I had to. And part of the journey here is not for me to appear to have all the answers, but to fearlessly share the answers that I do have and for us to find some new answers together, right? It is okay to acknowledge that we have moments, even days that are less than powerful. The trick is not to stay in that place, but to claw, fight, cry, heal, to do whatever is necessary to climb back to the place where we can resume our journey. For me, the beginning of the climb back to full power came the night before the funeral. On Thursday evening, after one of the most stressful days I can remember in a very long time, when I had finally gotten all the photos and videos together and delivered the funeral program to the funeral home, I had one of those breakthrough moments. I actually heard my cousin, Tavian, laugh. Don't reach for the phone to schedule an intervention. <laughs> I know it wasn't really him. But that shift occurred when I started to move away from the stranglehold my last words to him had on me and moved toward remembering the fuller story of our lives and relationship. And then I realized what I said to him was true. He did need to know me. I'm going to repeat that. He needed to know me. But that wasn't the end of the story. I needed to know him too. Realizing that and exhaling the breath I had been holding for days felt so good. In truth, there are people who need to know me, just as there are people I need to know. Think about it. Aren't there people who need to know you? And by the same token, there are people that you need to know. Why else should you show up and tell your story except that there are people who need to hear it? There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, there's a lot right with that. The connections between people are what makes our time here purposeful, fruitful, enjoyable, and blessed. While I know I'll continue to have sad moments as I reflect on what I believe was his too short life, I will also be comforted by memories of the time we did have together. And I met some amazing people at his funeral who I would likely never have known otherwise. Like the four young men who drove all night long, 17 hours from Iowa to North Carolina, just to say farewell to their friend. Those men touched my heart like nobody's business. I so appreciated their love for my cousin and the stories they shared about what an awesome man he was. I wanted to buy them each a pony. <laughs> And then there was my cousin's half-sister, who I only recently found out existed, who is a powerful, beautiful spirit who gifted us with these words at the funeral. Love harder. That's good stuff. 
So I don't have Tavian, but I do have other gifts as a result of his life. I firmly believe that his sister and I will keep in touch and learn much from each other in the days to come, and I'm confident that one day I'll understand why his death had to be the event that connected us. But until then, I'm releasing the regret and silly guilt about how my last words may have been interpreted. I'm comforting myself with the more recent memories of my family being together, holding on to, laughing with, and loving each other after the service. I'm hunting up photos that I haven't seen in years to remind me of just how much I have to be grateful for. And I'm feeling grounded and powerful again and ready to create and share new content. What about you? Have you recently buried or let go of something? How will you be different as a result of that loss? Let's do this exercise together. Let's think of three ways this week that we can love harder. I'll go first. This week, I'm going to tell at least two people each day how much they mean to me, even if they don't understand or return the sentiment. I think it's going to be so much fun loving on people and seeing how my encouragement affects them. So now it's your turn. What are you going to try? Let me know in the comments below or visit me at the blog and leave your comment there. But either way, please do something different as a result of your learning and have a powerful week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. You can find show notes and more great content on the blog at AllegraSinclair.com.